Hello friends, welcome back to the Babology podcast and if you're watching this podcast on YouTube then welcome to my YouTube channel. I am the host Gabby. Um, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, <clears throat> excuse me, go ahead and subscribe and if you didn't know I had a podcast then the link will be in my description below and I will also be on Spotify and Instagram if you want to go ahead and check out the other stuff that I have going on. But this is my newest project, this podcast, and basically it's just uh, to go over just random important topics that a lot of people don't really pay attention to, a lot of uh, beginner tips, a lot of begin beginner topics that professionals tend to not really acknowledge because they're professionals and they are more experienced and forget that there are new people in the industry and that a lot of people don't know where to start when it comes to certain things. So this is my first official episode on the podcast. The first one that I posted was just a trailer to introduce myself, but this will be my first full episode. <clears throat> so this episode is gonna be about the basics of getting into aesthetics. So if you were thinking of becoming an esthetician or you've been thinking of going to school to see what interests you in aesthetics, then I kind of want to get into that and hopefully give you some, some hope or some motivation or maybe you're just not sure if that's for you and you just want to know what it consists of. So I will go over the pros and cons and I will also tell you how I got started and what I've learned so far. So an esthetician is somebody who works on skin. Uh, you don't do anything further than basically the top layer of your skin. You're not allowed to, but that consists of doing makeup, eyelash extensions. You can do permanent makeup. Um, you can do more medical skincare. So you would treat acne, scarring, pigmentation. Um, there are some really like badass estheticians that know their stuff <clears throat> and they do focus on more deep treatments and they don't just do like relaxation facials, you know, birthday facials, stuff like that. You know, like they actually get down to the nitty gritty and they want to help you cure real life issues with your skin. So there's that aspect of it and that's called like medical aesthetics. Uh, technically you're not like a medical esthetician. That's not like a real title. You're an esthetician, but there are estheticians that focus on the medical side of the industry. So that's really cool if you wanna get into that. Um, there's a lot you can do in the industry. There's so much that you can learn, but there's only so much I feel like will interest like a person where you want to actually focus on that one specialty. And that comes along with like training, continued education, stuff like that, because it's not just going to school and then getting your license and being like, oh, I want to do it all. I mean, you can, but products and supplies are expensive and learning and continued education is also very pricey. So if you have the money for it and the patience, the more you know, that's awesome. And I feel like that's kind of where I barely figured I had to draw the line for myself. But um, there's a lot you can do and 
in aesthetics. There's a lot you can do as an esthetician, even though you do have certain limitations and you can't do specific things. There's so much you can do and there's a lot of money you can make. So I'll go ahead and tell you how I got started. Um, so basically I've been licensed for going on two years, like legit licensed. And I say legit licensed because I've been doing makeups for maybe uh, over eight years now. That's maybe longer actually, probably like 10 years because I started doing makeup like my senior year of high school. And that was me doing it for fun. That was me doing it on my friends and just kind of barely learning makeup. And then when I graduated high school, I started actually doing makeup on people like clients, weddings, um, birthdays, baby showers, stuff like that. And I was, I was a pobrecita makeup artist <clears throat> when I first started because I only had like a little makeup box um, and that little makeup box had like the cheapest stuff. So I always think about it when I think back, I'm like, damn, like the people I did makeup on back then and there wasn't such a craze for makeup like there is now when I was doing makeup um, starting out. but. I mean, there was good makeup and like MAC was like the top makeup. And I mean, I didn't have no MAC, let me just say that. I had what was on sale and what I could afford because I was just out of high school and I was working minimum wage and I was in school. So I couldn't like afford big bad makeup. I was doing like L'Oreal foundation, which I still use. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but all my foundations, I had like five foundation colors that I would mix. I had like maybe three, four eyeshadow palettes and just like little odds and ends that I would even take sometimes for my mom's makeup and she would give me stuff and be like, here, you can use this on your clients. So I would add it to my makeup box. And then after that, like, cause I really wanted the the best makeup I started really getting obsessed with it um and when I got like a good job after I had finished college and stuff like that after I had finished school like I got a good job and was making pretty decent money for being like a young 20 21 year old and that's when I started really getting deep deep into makeup and I wanted to work at MAC and like work at the counter to do makeup on people, but I just never did. Um, I feel like I never took it serious to the point where I thought I was good enough or like I could be good enough at makeup to do it on other people um, seriously. Like I thought, oh, the people I do it on, it's just like for fun. That's pretty much how I can explain it. I never thought like, dang, you can be this good and like get better and keep doing it on clients. like. I just never took it serious basically, which was stupid. I should have, cause I would have gone so much further so much sooner. So um, I started getting deeper into makeup. I started buying like a crap ton of makeup. I would go to iMats, like I'd go to all these shows and I would drag people along with me to these makeup shows. So I was making it like an annual thing. Um, I was going to iMats, I was going to what is it uh, fame i had gone to there's like a couple more that i had gone to but i was spending you guys like five six seven hundred dollars in a show at a show on makeup 
because I was so obsessed with it. Like I just loved makeup. I still do, but money ain't free like that anymore. So um, now it's more like a special occasion where I'll just like splurge a little bit. But I'm telling you, I had palettes and palettes, like piles of eyeshadow palettes, just just a lot of crap, just a lot of makeup. And I was actually doing pretty good. Like I was still getting clients, but I wasn't I'm telling you, I wasn't taking it serious. So I was doing a lot of um, Instagram, like during, it was like during that 2016, 20 to 2018 era where everybody was posting all their eyeshadow looks. It was the cut crease era. Like you were, I was a cut crease princess. Like I loved cut crease, like straight up highlighted, glazed, setting spray, like everywhere look. That was my favorite time as, as a makeup artist or makeup lover, whatever. So that's when I started getting really into it. And then I feel like, I don't know, what happened but I kind of just fell out of it and I think it was maybe just life changes like I had started my makeup business and I think that had a lot to do with it when I started my makeup business it took a lot of my extra money so I couldn't just buy extra makeup but I'm telling you I was so obsessed with makeup that it made me want to start my own makeup brand this is the time I'm telling you where everybody had a lash line, everybody had a lip gloss line, everybody, and this is like COVID time, everybody was doing their side hustles. So I was during the beginning before everybody had a lash line, lip gloss line, all that. I had barely like launched my business. And then after that is when everybody um, had a lash line, like everybody. So I think I just got discouraged, honestly. And I saw a lot of, a lot of girls that we followed each other during the beginning phases of like our businesses, like our small business, when I started making my lip glosses and stuff like that, my idea of it was like, one day I'm gonna get this um, like mass produced and one day I'm gonna have a, a makeup line, which that's still a goal for me, but like on a legit, actual professional market. But you know, I was starting my small business and I had made my lip glosses, my lash line, I had ordered my eyeshadow palettes like I had gotten them private labeled all this stuff that I did actually I customized my eyeshadow palette it took me so much work and then I would do these pop-up markets I would go to um, the fairgrounds like I was doing these markets and I did not know what I was doing I was a beginner literally I knew nothing about business nothing like I started my Shopify store for online like I didn't know anything about shipping I didn't even know how to set up like a USPS account to like I didn't know anything basically I didn't know anything I learned everything on my own and I do give myself the credit for that because I learned a lot on my own um and yeah like so that was that I started my business I got discouraged and I think that's when I lost my love for makeup a little bit because I saw a lot of these girls that I started with succeed and then I was kind of just like giving up and I I can say kind of gave up on my on my makeup line but it was kind of where you draw the line and you're just like is this gonna take me anywhere right now is this growing like you know you have to make a decision like it wasn't growing um, I was losing my love for it. It kind of made me lose my passion a little bit for makeup for a little bit, but 
it's back <laughs> it's back since then since i started like babology and all that stuff it's i'm i've accepted it i started that business it didn't 100 percent work for me but it was still a lesson learned in a good way it taught me a lot i wouldn't know everything i know how to do now if it wasn't for that little like time in my life that i wanted that business to grow so that's when i stopped to really um caring for makeup as much and then I kind of just steered away from it because I'm like okay well maybe makeup's just not for me maybe that's just my sign but that's not the sign that was not the sign that was dumb of me to even give up on that because I could have kept going I just could have kept going at least in my passion for it and doing makeup even if the business wasn't going to work out so um if you have a passion for something and you really do love it like don't give up on that so Cause now I'm back and I do love it and I still now I'm trying to get like my name back out there as a makeup artist because it was for a little bit and then I kind of like stepped away from the whole I do makeup conversation <laughs> with people so that was that um and then I had my baby went to esthetician school my uh time there was pretty fast I did that because I thought okay well I have the baby and I'll just continue to do makeup professionally at least for a little bit and like just see where it takes me basically but I knew I wanted to do makeup again but I wanted to be licensed to do other stuff I didn't know what I wanted to do to be completely honest I really didn't I just knew I like makeup I'm a makeup artist like what else should I what else should I learn so that was that. Um, I didn't go in knowing like, oh, actually, yes, I'm lying. Actually, I had just gotten into lashes. I had not into it working, but into it, like I just started learning about it. And that's what made me think like, should I just get my license? Cause what if this is something I'd like to do? Which, er, wrong. But I went to school because I wanted to see if that was what I wanted to do. Which if you, think you might like latches or anything like that like just go get your license if you really are considering it the faster you do it the faster you can start working and making your money getting your experience all that so i had taken a lash course before i even considered going to school to see if that's something i even really liked i was slightly intrigued i was slightly interested the lash course i took was crap though I'm not gonna lie, but it did get me uh, my hands on the tools. It did get me in a classroom setting. It was at a school and I was able to like be in the environment. So I was like, okay, is this like, it clicked for me. Like, is this something that I actually wanna do? So after that, I think a month or two after, I literally enrolled in the school that I could find with like the earliest start time and the best scheduling and stuff like that. Cause I had the baby. She was only like two months, three months old and i went to school and then it took me i started out full-time didn't work out like that because it was just too much time away during the day she was staying with my grandma my sweet grandma thank you for watching her while i was in school uh, because without her actually being there to watch the baby like it would have been a lot harder for me to even get through school in the beginning and all that like being away from the baby it was hard so she watched the baby for me. I got done with school. I switched to part-time nights and I finished in like a total of six months from start to, to start to graduation. That was like six months. 
Um, and then it took me maybe like a month and a half or two to like get the whole ball rolling on my test. And then I took my test, passed it, started doing clients here and there. Like I was doing um, eyebrows, like whatever, you know, like I had done eyebrows, I had done a couple of lash sets and I was doing this for like pretty much for free. And I had um, done it in a shed that I had set up in my parents' backyard, like a shed, like a she shed type of situation. I had it, I posted it when I had done it. It was like a cute pink and like coral painted. It was, it was super cute. It was small, it was super cute, but I had that made so I can start taking clients. And I thought like, oh, I'll just work out of here to save money, I won't have to pay anyone rent. Um, but uh, again, I didn't really take it serious. I was still trying to like figure out, is this what I want to do? Like, what do I want to focus on? There was a lot to consider. Um, and the baby was still really small. So that's also something that played into it. I couldn't just be like, yeah, let me just take all these clients, you know, and start working. Cause I had to also make sure somebody could watch her. She was still really small. Um, so it came down to me being like, okay, well, I want to make money. I'm tired of being home um, and I need to like start working. So I had been looking on Indeed for like small salons or spas where if anyone was hiring, there were a lot hiring, but they were far and a lot of them had specific like strict rules like, oh, you have to work 10 hours at least a day and like la la la, you know? So I'm like, mm, that's not a, fle a flexible schedule for me and I need something really flexible. So I was going to do massage envy I was gonna do European Wax Center, but then I was like, no, I don't know. I, and then I was like, maybe I'll just do Massage Envy. So I ended up applying at Massage Envy. I never heard back because I think they had already hired someone at the one near me. There's only like one that's close, close to me. Um, and then I had applied at European Wax Center second and they called me back, the one that's closer to me, but they were kind of rude. The one that was closest to me, they were just not, a vibe for me and they honestly probably didn't like me either because they never called me back so that was fine and I was like you know what maybe it's better if I work further away from my area because I know a lot of people in my area that are like professional people from when I was working in the office like I know a lot of like attorneys and like people in the area you know what I mean like I know a lot of important people and I didn't want to run into anyone and then be like well you work here now you know what I mean so I worked at um the one that's a little bit further it's in like San Diego County and it was like a 30 minute drive so I literally thought to myself I'll just work here and get my experience at least for like a year I was there maybe, and I made that, that's when I made my YouTube videos about it, but I was there maybe like three, no, I was there for like almost five months. And then the environment at European is not 100% for everyone. And I was already knowing that going in, but I was like, yeah, I have my experience. I'm pretty good at waxing now. And I honestly fell in love with it. I loved it. When I first started, I was kind of scared. I was intimidated, but I thought to myself, like, I paid for my license. I paid for school. I already paid for school once when I was in college and I didn't do anything with my degree. So I'm not going to waste this too. Like, I actually like doing beauty. So I was like, it's either this or you're going to, you're going to go train and do something else. But you need to do something. Like, I just couldn't accept the fact that if I do this and I don't love it, 
like I wasted my money again. So I knew that I needed to actually focus and give it a chance. So I did, but then after those like four and a half months at European, I was like, mm, yeah, I think I'm good. So I'm gonna go out on my own. And I thought I would last a little longer, but I got so excited and it was honestly just so much drama in, and I know they have drama at all of them, but it was just so much drama that I was like, mm, I don't need this and I'm just gonna start planning my, my own business so i started looking for suites before i quit um and i have that all in my youtube video videos in the past like couple that i posted that's when i re really was just like no i'm gonna start my own business so it's not that easy but it sounds easier than it was but i um i left european and i, f I had found my suite before i quit so I literally signed my lease for the suite like a couple weeks after I quit or maybe like a week after I quit, something like that. And it just all rolled in from there. So that leads us to here. That leads me to now. I'm now uh, four months into being in this suite on my own. I've learned a lot. I have, I feel like I have gone on a roller coaster with myself um, because when I, I'm telling you, when I finished um, esthetician school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't really, that it hadn't clicked for me yet that maybe you should just focus on makeup again. Like that was your first passion. And I didn't really give myself the full chance. So I had a conversation with myself recently, actually, maybe last week, maybe two weeks ago, where I was just thinking, why did you even stop you know like you should have just kept doing it so and I think a lot of it has to do with honestly you see all these girls on Instagram and they're like showing you all the money they make with lashes all the money they make with like um deep treatment facials like all that but you don't see the like hard work you don't see the edu the continued education you don't see all the products they have to spend money on. Like you don't see all that, you just see the money they make. So I feel like for a new esthetician, you're just like, well, what the heck should I do? Like there's money and everything, but what do I wanna do? So um, I think I kind of dabbled in a little bit of everything to the point where now I'm like, no, I love makeup and I love waxing and I'm gonna do those too. I tried to do lashes meaning like I try to give it a chance. It's not for me. My back was killing me. Like, it's just not for me. I was getting anxious. I was getting anxiety. Um, yeah, so it wasn't for me, lashes. Uh, I like doing nails, but obviously I'm not licensed. So I do it for fun. Um, I love doing nails, but that's not like what I want to focus on either. So it's makeup and waxing that really I had to like buckle down and be like, what is my passion? I love those two things. And that's what I'm gonna stay straight focused on. And maybe later down the road, I'll focus on other things. But for now, like that's what I love. That's what when I do it, I don't feel like, oh, like I don't wanna go in and do that, you know? I come in and I'm so excited to do it. So that's that. Um, but yeah, the basics of becoming an esthetician are pretty much that, like just knowing that you're going to give it a chance and there's so much you can do. There's so, there's a lot of options. Um, the downside is that wherever you work, it's going to be hard to find a place that you love. 
there's a lot of business owners, spa owners, like it's a lot of independent spas and then there's a lot of chain spas. So Massage Envy, like it's the same thing as like European, there's drama. They don't treat you the best. The hours kind of suck. Like you don't get paid the greatest, but then when you go work on your own, it's like all this overhead. Do you want employees? Are you going to go to a sola? Um, a sola alone is also very expensive, just the rent. So it's just a lot of things that come into play. Um, and yeah, like there's just a lot to it. So I know this episode's already kind of long, so I'm going to go ahead and do a part two to this where I actually get into pros and cons because I know I kind of talked a lot about myself and how I got into it, but I just wanted to give you like a foundation and kind of let you see the real side of how I got into it um, and the struggles that I've gone through to get to where I am now. And I'm still at the beginning, so that's just the beginning for me. This is the beginning for me. But I want to do a part two to give some more clarity on pros and cons of the industry, just the basics. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to consider. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot of people who start this and don't end up doing anything with it because it's not for them. So yeah, there's a lot, but I appreciate you watching and listening. I appreciate your support and your interest in any of this. So stay tuned for the next episode. Please go ahead and look at the links in the description boxes. I'm going to go ahead and link everything. Um, and if you haven't subscribed or followed, go ahead and subscribe and follow so that you can catch the next episode that will most likely be posted next week. Um, I don't know how far apart I'm going to put these, but I will come out with that one very shortly. Um, and follow me on Instagram. If you have any questions, I want to do a Q&A. I keep saying that, but don't nobody got questions for me. So um, I really want to do a Q&A. If you have questions, feel free to reach out. DM me on Instagram. Like, just let me know topics that I can discuss to, like, give some more information. But I appreciate everybody's support. I hope that you have a blessed rest of your day, your week, whenever you're watching this, uh, whatever you're doing, I hope that you are blessed and that whatever you have going on, you have nothing but good luck, like nothing but the best. I just want everyone to succeed. I love hearing success. I love seeing success. So um, that's it for now. And I will tune back in for the next episode. Bye.